0: And welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Air, founder of whensmytime.com, and I am to be your boss's worst nightmare. It's Friday, the 9th of December 2016, and uh, while it started out pretty dull here, it's beautiful day now here in my part of the UK. Now, don't let your beliefs beat you up. <laughs> It's it's so easy, isn't it? We all carry beliefs around with us, whether they're religious beliefs, spiritual beliefs, beliefs about ourselves, beliefs about uh, our own deservability, beliefs about cause and effect. I think I've spoken about that before. One of the healthiest things we can do is challenge those beliefs. Now, it can be uncomfortable, but I'd argue if we're not prepared to open our beliefs up to, to challenge then we kind of already know that belief is pretty shaky. So why am I talking about beliefs? It's because if you're going to succeed in the world beyond the corporate environment, you're going to have to be pretty strong in your beliefs, particularly belief in yourself. I have to warn you, there are plenty of pitfalls for the unwary. Now, before we go any further, I need to point out I'm not trying to rob you of any of your beliefs. I'm, I'm not asking you to take on any new belief system, even if your belief system is diametrically opposed to mine. So long as it's serving you and is not harming anyone else, that's fine. Knock yourself out. But what I am going to ask you to do is every once in a while, set those beliefs aside for one moment and consider some others that might just serve you better don't panic. Remember, I'm not asking you to give up your belief system, particularly if it's working well for you, or, or in fact to, to take on any particular new beliefs. I'm just saying, let's take a few minutes to look at things through dispassionate eyes, not um, through the eyes of someone who has already made up their mind. Does that make sense? let see if this makes it feel any better. Imagine I have a glass box. It's completely see-through, so you have no problem seeing what's inside the box at any time. And there's a hinge lid here on top, and that's also see-through, and the lid can be locked shut with this key that I have here. Okay. now imagine I'm handing you that box and the key, and I'm asking you to unlock it and open up the lid. Now, I want you to take all your current beliefs and place them inside the glass box. You got that? Now hold the box up in front of you and look through the sides. You can satisfy yourself. You can, you can see all your beliefs are safely inside there. And once you're happy with that, I want you to close the lid of the box and lock it with that key that I gave you. Now set the box down in front of you. Maybe slightly over to the left there, you can still see it you can it's all clear, clearly visible, all the contents and everything all there for you, so you can see it clearly, but it's not directly in your line of sight, and place the key in your pocket. okay, now that we have your beliefs secure and to one side, I've got a question for you. Did you ever fall short on one of your goals and decide or maybe you were even told? It was because your belief wasn't strong enough. You'd done all the right things, or so you thought. You'd taken all the right steps, but still, it just didn't work out the way it was supposed to. And so the, the conclusion you came to, or somebody else came to on your behalf, was that you just didn't believe enough. That ever happened? How did it make you feel? Frustrated? Annoyed? Low self worth? Now, I'm going to touch on something now that maybe will ruffle some feathers. And if that's you, remember your beliefs are still safe. They're there in that glass box. No one's taking them away from you. Okay? Okay. Let's grasp the nettle. Law of attraction. This is a prime example of what I've been talking about. Now, if you believe in the law of attraction and you also believe it's working for you in every single circumstance, that's great. I've no desire to take that away from you. I I really don't. And look, if you're not aware of the law of attraction, I can tell you, once you step away from the corporate arena and try to make it in the entrepreneurial world, it won't be long before somebody tries to, to sell you on the idea. Here's what it is in a nutshell. It's the concept that you can put a thought out there. A thought. Either positive or negative, and the universe. By the way, that's the term the practitioners use. that the The universe will the universe will somehow conspire to align itself to make that thought a reality. It's all to do with vibrations. Um, I, I, look, I will not now, but I can go into it in in more depth. But here's the kicker: you have to believe strongly enough. In it for it to work, except when you don't. You see, for some reason, if it's something positive, which is the desired object, if that, if your goal is something positive, if you're looking for something positive, if it doesn't work out, then that's because you didn't believe strongly enough in the law of attraction. However, if it's a negative thing happening, it seems you didn't even have to be aware of the law of attraction or have the thought, let alone to actually believe in it. Now, some of the teachers of the law of attraction will even try to use science to justify this, or or should I say, they'll try to use a misinterpretation of science to justify it. And in particular, they'll use quantum physics and string theory to to back up these claims. Now, I'm going to take a charitable view here and suggest that these are well-meaning folk who are making an honest mistake here. They, they just don't fully understand the science they're using to shore up their arguments. Is that, is that fair? Now, someone else, of course, may hold a different view and suspect these teachers know full well what they're doing. They know that their pseudo-scientific claims are nonsense and are relying on the fact that the majority of their their audience, you and me, would rather accept what they say at face value then go away and do the work do the research that would lead to a better understanding both of the science and of what might be happening with the law of attraction and that way these teachers can sell more books more dvds more tickets to live events and uh, and more coaching whatever the reason whether it's a simple misunderstanding as i choose to believe or outright deception the thing is science including the quantum physics that they love to quote and string theory, offers no support whatsoever to the law of attraction. So, bottom line, just imagine for a moment, remember, we're not taking anything away from your beliefs if you believe in the law of attraction, but just imagine for a moment that the universe doesn't care one way or the other. Doesn't that make more sense? You see, we're very good as humans at seeing patterns, you know, some of the major scientific surveys rely on tens of thousands of online volunteers to to search particular patterns in photographs, and I've I've taken part in loads of them, from what identifying animals caught on camera traps to identifying planets, new planets, well, they call them exoplanets in in far distant galaxies. The reason the scientists use thousands of volunteers like me is that we have this ability evolved over millions of years to see patterns. And so far, we can do that much more accurately than any computer yet built. The problem here, though, when we're dealing with beliefs, is the fact that we're sometimes too tuned in to identifying patterns. So if there's no pattern there to be recognised, our brain will often try to construct or invent one. It's a bit like, um, I don't know, when you you look at a cloud. I mean, a cloud in the sky is a, a totally random thing. Yet we'll find faces in there, we'll find animals in there, we'll find all sorts of things in there because of this ability to find patterns. I mean, there are sound evolutionary principles as to why finding patterns is a valuable thing. But again, it's sometimes that we're too tuned into it. So it's the same with cause and effect too. Very often... Something will happen, that's the effect, and we'll, we'll look around and see what caused it, and we'll latch on to the wrong thing. I think, I think I've already talked about cause and effect in an earlier podcast. I'll probably revisit it sometime soon, though, because it is a big subject, and it is important. Look, here's what I want you to take from this more than anything else. If you're doing everything you know to be right but things still aren't working out for you. It's not your fault. So stop beating yourself up. Stop thinking that um, it's somehow karma coming back to bite you. It has absolutely zero to do with the universe's opinion of whether or not you believe sufficiently to be deserving. The universe has no interest in me, in you, or in anyone else. It just doesn't. Now, I know I'm probably going to get a load of messages telling me how I'm wrong, how I don't understand how this person set themselves a goal and achieved it by using the law of attraction. By the way, if you do want to email me, you can do that at aussie at whensmytime.com. Look, I, I genuinely, I welcome all emails, whether they're agreeing with me, whether they're disagreeing. I particularly enjoy the one, ones that disagree with me. Because it shows that you're listening. But whether you agree with me or disagree with me, you can email me, ozzy at whensmytime.com. That's O-Z-Z-Y or Z Y at whensmytime.com. Look, if that's you, and if, if it's you who is saying, look, I've achieved all this with the, the law of attraction. I, I've, I've obtained goals using the law of attraction. Here's what I want to say. Firstly, I am absolutely delighted that you achieved your goal. Really, I, I am. Second, I'd like to follow up with a couple of questions now you don't you don't have to tell me the answer but I do want you to be very honest with yourself okay so here's the first of those questions thinking about when you have set goals and used the law of attraction has it worked for you every single time be honest if yes that's fantastic and. Quite seriously, I would love to hear from you all about it. Email me and tell me about it. If though, as I suspect is more likely, the answer is no, it didn't work every time, then I want you to ask yourself another question. I want you to ask yourself whether your belief in the law of attraction was greater when you were working towards the goal you achieved than when you were working towards the goal you fell short of. Now, be careful here. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm talking about when you're working towards the goal you achieved uh, and when, when you were working towards the goal you didn't, uh, you didn't achieve, the, the one that you fell short of. I don't want you to think about the strength of your belief after you succeeded or failed, but while you were still working towards your goal, before your result was known. You see, there's this this tricky thing, and again, this is something I've talked about before, so forgive me for repeating this, but this is important stuff. There's this thing called confirmation bias, and that's where you start with an idea and look for things that might prove it to be correct. It's kind of like looking for those uh, patterns where none exist, or finding the wrong cause for the effect. So immediately after you succeed you may assume it was your belief in the law of attraction that secured your success. And immediately after you fail, you may assume that it was your lack of belief that was to blame. So you may have formed those ideas already, but they're after the fact. Does that make sense? You've looked for something to confirm that theory rather than to challenge it. So this step can be difficult. Try to think clearly about your thought processes and beliefs before you either succeeded or failed. And if you're honest with yourself, I think you're going to be interested by your own answers. Okay, look, I've homed in on the law of attraction here today, because that that ha- I'll be honest, that happens to be a bet noir of mine. But you could easily apply the same questions to any number of beliefs. Remember, this exercise is for you. You don't have to tell anyone else about it. You don't even have to do it. But if you choose not to do it, think of why you may be making that choice. And I mean the real reason. Could it just possibly be because you're worried your beliefs won't stand up to your own scrutiny? If that could be the reason, then I'd really suggest you should reconsider and do the exercise. I don't have all the answers, and I'm certainly not saying, here's a bundle of my beliefs, use them to replace yours. That's not what's going on here. What I am saying is it does no harm every once in a while to look at what we believe in and open it up to challenge. Pour on a healthy dose of skepticism. If our beliefs come through okay, and they're serving us well, so it's those two things that, that, you know, they stand up to the skepticism, and they're serving as well, then crack on. Fill your boots, as they'd say over here in the UK. If the exercise, though, shows up some flaws, well, maybe it's time to quietly drop a few of them. Drop a few of those beliefs. Start reading some different books, listening to some different teachers, and doing some thinking of our own. But the one thing above all, when things don't work out, stop beating yourself up. Again, I've talked in the past about fault and blame and responsibility and the difference. You, something can go wrong and it's not your fault. You're not to blame, but it's still your responsibility to sort it out. Does that make sense? So remember that. When things don't work out, chances are, in fact, the chances are very high that you're not to blame. It's not your fault. It's your responsibility to sort it out. But you're going to do that whole lot better if your beliefs are really serving you. Look, it's, it's been a bit of a heavy one uh, and it's Friday. I know we're at the weekend and all that sort of stuff. But I really do feel very strongly about this. And I hope you do too. Really hope this has helped. If it has, what I want you to do, I want you to help your friends as well. I want you to tell your friends about it. I'd also love you to head over to iTunes and subscribe to this podcast. While you're there, leave me a review and a bunch of stars. Tell me what you like best about it. That way, what's going to happen is I get a lovely ego stroke. It does me the power of good. I'm a man of hidden shallows. It doesn't take much. But what it also does is it helps this podcast rise in the rankings. And that means that more people, more people like you, will get to find it and be helped by it too. So your way of paying it forward. Is that okay? Thank you so much indeed for listening. I've been Ozier, founder of whensmytime.com, and I'm here to tell you your time is now.